The interesting thing is that we were looking forward to this staycation and all of a sudden, boom, this happened. That wanted to change, you know, the mood in the air. I mean, we had the kids away. We had sent them off to be with a, 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 a church friend. And the last thing we wanted to experience was conflict or any form of argument. Welcome to the Reconnected Marriage Partners Podcast. Hi, we are David and Eben, your host on the show. We know what it's like to feel less connected as a couple while juggling the increasing responsibilities and demands of work, life, and parenthood. We also know what it feels like to achieve a deeper level of connection and intimacy in marriage while raising a family. If you're ready to reconnect on a deeper level, reignite the passion in your marriage, and enjoy a more exciting and satisfying marriage, even if you're raising children with limited time, this podcast was made for you. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the strong and connected marriage you truly desire. All right, let's light up that spark. Come on! Hi, friends, and welcome to another exciting episode. Today I'll be discussing a topic that we can all relate to as it has to do with handling conflict in marriage. I remember during our first staycation, we had a minor conflict, you know, an exchange. And with the way things were, you know, after considering the situation and all that, I apologized to my wife. The interesting thing is that we were looking forward to this staycation and all of a sudden boom this happened that wanted to change you know the mood in the air i mean we had the kids away we had sent them off to be with a a a, a church friend and the last thing we wanted to experience was conflict or any form of argument but it did happen But I'm happy to say that we went through it and came out of it successfully. It didn't take long to resolve and we were back to excitement zone and the lovey, lovey, dovey zone. And we made up. Did I want to say made out? No, we made up. Not not in the bedroom, at least not yet. We, we, We had to eat first, just in case you were wondering. So why am I sharing this? If you've experienced this before, here's what I want to tell you. Don't panic. It doesn't mean your marriage is bad or terrible. We are all humans. You are human. And sometimes you may do things that pisses your spouse off. I do at times and she does at times. You need to remember that your spouse is human and will make mistakes. They may be exhausted and stressed after a long day, who knows? Um, particularly for me, when I'm stressed, it's it's easy for me to offend. And so I try to keep my stress level as low as possible. I'm not trying to make excuses for anyone or even myself, but conflict is not abnormal. As parents, two things are in shorter supply, <laughs> time and energy. And there's something in marriage that can further reduce that. Conflict. If you're able to manage conflict better and improve your conflict resolution skills, then you will be able to achieve these 
This is why in this episode, I will be discussing with you five things that would give you a better understanding about conflict, which has benefited us in our marriage. I cannot tell you that you will never have conflict in marriage, but what I can tell you is this, that if you know how to manage conflict better in your marriage, it will benefit your marriage. Save you more time and energy, not just in the present moment, but also in the long run. So are you ready to go on this journey with me? Let's dig in. The first thing is we need to define conflict. Having an understanding of what conflict means helps a lot. You know, there's a saying that people fear what they do not know or understand. Now, this fear also causes avoidance. So let's start by understanding what conflict is. Now, I search up the meaning of conflict and I love this definition by Management Study Guide. They define conflict as a clash between individuals arising out of a difference in thought process, attitudes, understanding, interest, requirements, and even sometimes perceptions. Now, that's a definition. Since we have this definition, before you engage in conflict, you may want to slow down and figure out what is conflicting. What is different in what you saw, what you heard, your understanding? Since conflict arises from differences, it is obvious that there would be conflict in marriage. Which leads me to the next point. Conflict is inevitable. It is not if conflict happens, it is when it happens. As people from different backgrounds, different upbringings, different education, conflict is sure to arise at some point. Acknowledging this, knowing this, helps you prepare for when it happens. This is not saying you should begin to look for conflict. I'm however saying that because you know it would happen at some point, you prepare for yourself, you educate yourself, you just prepare yourself on how you would respond when it does take place. You can have an exit plan. If the conflict or conversation becomes heated, you can find out from your spouse how they would want conflict to be handled and you respect their position. These are some things that you can prepare for when you do know that conflict is inevitable. That at some point in your marriage, there will be a time when you will disagree or have differences of opinion or understanding about certain things. And this leads me to the third thing. Conflict can actually be an opportunity to strengthen your connection and bring you closer. You know, that's why some persons say, although I don't know if if this is a real connection of a, of a sort. I do remember a friend of mine saying she loves um, creating conflict in her relationship because after the conflict, the sex is better. Well, I, I don't think we need conflict to make sex better. And so why don't we... Um, well, that's her own understanding and, and that's her own perception of things. Um, but I would say that conflict 
brings about better connection, depending on how you go about it. Remember that conflict arises from differences. And through conflict, you get to know and have a better understanding of your spouse's perception about certain things. I've realized that the easiest way to resolve conflict is by asking questions. Don't be quick to make assumptions because making assumptions may lead to saying the wrong thing, which would only ignite more fires. We need to be curious because through curiosity, we get to know more and more about our spouses, which in turn brings about or strengthens our connection and brings us closer, which leads me to the fourth point. Choose how you respond during conflict. We may not be able to avoid conflicts, like I said, but we sure can choose our response. We need to choose kindness in our words. We need to correct in love and treat each other with respect. Do you know why? Because it reduces the amount of things you need to apologize for. Like what you said during the conversation or the repairs you need to make because you broke some things during the conflict. A good response to conflict saves us and our spouse the pain of saying or doing something that hurts. Can you just imagine going into a conflict and you're saying to your spouse that I don't know why you you behave stupidly at times or um, you are always doing this. I don't even, I wonder why I married you. And you know, such words can actually be hurtful or during a conflict, you begin to smash things. Come on. I know people talk of expressing anger. I think in this case, there may be need to go for anger management, but I digress. It is important that we choose how we respond during conflict. And finally, conflicts should not end with a win or lose mentality. It is not, this is not a competition you know, or, or keeping scores of who who apologized last and who did not apologize last or who won the last conflict and who lost the last conflict. It is about rationally thinking through the situation and seeing what works best for the family. You are a team. Always remember that. Marriage partners, and that is what should matter. Not who is always winning or losing in a conflict. When we resolve conflicts with the goal of what is best for our home, we get out of the conflict knowing it is not an I thing, but a we thing. Now, those are the five. And, you know, just in conclusion or as we conclude, remember these points, the five points. You need to define conflict. You know, what does conflict mean to you and what does it mean to your spouse? You need to know that conflict is inevitable. You also need to know that conflict can strengthen your connection. It all depends on, the fourth one, how you respond to conflict. And finally, conflict is not a win or lose affair. 
You can check out episode 13, Misconceptions About Conflict, to learn more about conflicts. What would you do differently when it comes to conflict in your marriage? We would love to hear from you. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Till next week when we bring you another inspiring episode. I say to you, stay connected. God bless you and yours. Shalom. If you like that among show, please don't forget to leave a review to spread the love. Hi, friend. If you've been inspired or found value in this episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. We would love to hear from you. Please feel free to share this episode with friends and family. And together, we can build stronger marriages, families, and communities. Stay connected. Shalom.